everybody welcome to the true crime squad i'm christy brower here with my sister co-host and partner in crime katie weaver hey katie hello how's it going it's going pretty good i mean it's going <laughs> i mean it's five days from christmas so right i just sat happening. down and did a grocery order for all of my christmas eve and christmas day groceries nice. uh, that felt good i was like thinking what are ways I could, you know, cut back on the physicality of this? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I no like kidding. to only hold up for so much. And uh, anyway, I realized I could not spend any spoons on buying groceries. I could just sit in my recliner and do it that way. So I did. Perfect. So that feels actually so good to have that piece managed. Opened my kiln this morning and everything that I fired yesterday came out. Everything. Yay! And That's I had two so rows. Cool. Yeah, I'm wow. That's amazing. Really relieved because if they didn't, I don't know what I was going to do. Because <laughs> that's a bunch it of Christmas right there. Kind of order. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Wowza. Yeah. Well, that's so, so exciting. Yeah. So I'm I'm really really excited. Uh, it all feels good. Yes. Yes. Well, we thought we'd kind of wind up the year on a on a on a fun note because yeah, true crime gets real heavy and. I don't even want to talk about the heavy stuff we're going to tonight in our live stream. But, you know, mm -hmm. we thought we'd do a, a special kind of true crime roundup. This is a dumb criminals roundup just for your viewing and listening pleasure. Uh, and Katie, you're going to kick it off with something you call the Easter Bunny Brawler. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. Well, the Easter Bunny Brawler, and this actually happened like 10-ish years ago or so. I can't believe I've never heard this story before. But... One night on the streets of Orlando, uh, a fight broke out between a man and a woman. And to the rescue came, well, I'll, I'll let you see the video. kind of broke it up and sent everybody on their way and then later it was discovered that uh this person that uh you know that caused this 
or, or you know, the, the Easter Bunny that was in the fight, his name is Antoine McDonald. And it was then later discovered that Antoine is actually a fugitive from New Jersey <laughs> that has uh, outstanding charges. And there was oh, yeah. a, a, a hullabaloo over that. <laughs> I mean, hence the bunny suit. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. you were <laughs> disguising yourself, but maybe should have skipped the fight. <laughs> but Antoine can't seem to stop getting in trouble because then in 2020 well he got in trouble again so apparently he drove a motorcycle up uh in someone's yard and destroyed their carport like literally took out the standards to the carport the poles and it crashed onto someone's pickup and destroyed their pickup yeah and you win some, you lose some, I guess, Antoine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so apparently he didn't stop at a stop sign and then smashed through this guy's carport. So a neighbor saw him limping away uh, down a few blocks to a, a neighboring house. So investigators went to this house and they saw a car leaving the driveway. So they uh, pulled that car over and you just won't believe what they saw in the backseat of that car. Uh, motherfucking Easter Bunny. He <laughs> <laughs> was still doing the Easter Bunny game. <laughs> new yeah. costume, Antoine. New costume. Mm-hmm. People know you now. <laughs> the arrest report says he was lying in the backseat of the car in an Easter Bunny costume and appeared to be alive. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. <laughs> apparently in the accident, he scraped his leg and cut up his ribs. He told investigators, I wasn't in any crash. I'm the Orlando Easter Bunny. Google it. <laughs> they did. We are still going to jail. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why he I'm was sure back in the bunny costume, I cannot imagine. But there he you was. Know, you know, fame sometimes goes right to your head. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, Antoine, I doubt they let you take it to jail with you. Probably and, not. and maybe it's time for a new persona that's not that. Just a thought. I don't know. Santa? An elf? <laughs> Bigfoot? I don't Rudolph? know. Something. Rudolph? Sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, boy. So there that's you funny. have it. That is the Easter Bunny Brawler. <laughs> now, uh, Christy, I'm going to kick it back over to you for the ramen noodle heist. Squad, y'all know I love a good heist, especially when the item stolen is ridiculous. So in this (laughs) heist that happened in 2018, what they stole was what I got right here on the screen, and that is ramen noodles. Now, we don't know if it's actually the ramen noodle brand that was never, like, uh, shared publicly, Uh, but (laughs) this happened in Georgia. Somebody stole $100,000 worth of ramen noodles. $100,000 worth of ramen noodles? Yeah. I mean, if you stacked up $100,000 worth of ramen noodles, (laughs) you would touch the moon. Right. It's like a whole, like, semi-trailer. So here's, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to think this may have been a little like the dime heist where they were just stealing stuff, hoping it was like, (laughs) Big screen TVs. Oh, and it was and not they ramen really noodles. fucked up. 
because, you know, that's like 10 million packages of ramen noodles. (laughs) As far as I know, this crime has never been solved. But I want to know, what the hell did they do with all those ramen noodles? Did they build a house out of ramen noodles? Maybe. There's a thought. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, go feed a third world. No, don't. Because ramen noodles are terrible for you. They're not helping anyone. But I, I can, can you imagine opening that up and realizing you just stole <laughs> an entire <laughs> semi-trailer <laughs> full of ramen noodles? <laughs> I'd like to picture it as like some kind of, uh, you know, not that intelligent, like, bad guys who steal for the boss right and so (laughs) they're hauling back to the boss what they stole here and they're like here you go boss and he opens it up and he's like what the hell is this yeah (laughs) slaps them all in the forehead you know i'm just picturing how many packages of ramen noodles is a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles is Ridiculous. Considering the ramen noodles cost about 12 cents. Uh, right? That's a lot of ramen noodles. <laughs> I don't know. Where are you going to sell those? Is there a black market for ramen noodles? I kind of doubt it. I I, I just don't know. I, maybe I'll everyone got ramen noodles for Christmas them. from now until the end of time. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least give them to a food bank or do something decent with them because you're making zero money on this. Why does Uncle Kevin problem. always give me a case of ramen noodles for my birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like ramen noodles. After the number of ramen noodles I ate in college, I don't ever want to have any ever again. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I eat the, you know, the upscale ramen, sure. But the cheapo slab of ramen? No. My kids love that. They love it. And I didn't buy it when they were kids very often. But mm-hmm. they... They make fancy ramen. That's what they call it. Mm. <laughs> so uh-huh. they snazz they it up a bit. Frozen vegetables, boil a couple of eggs, might even like grill a chicken breast. So they, mm-hmm. they make fancy ramen. However, I mean, thank God for ramen helping keep people alive when you're in your poorest moments. Uh, oh my God. It was no like. No game there at all. But, it was uh, like less than a quarter a package when I was in college. Like Sure. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, $100,000 worth of ramen noodles. That is a hell of a lot of ramen noodles. <laughs> They're probably sitting in a warehouse somewhere with all those dimes that those dummies have never been able to get rid of. It was the same people. <laughs> it probably was. It seems like kind of the same level of uh, skill, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Next, <laughs> next week, that, we're going to steal a whole uh, freight liner full of hubba bubba gubba, bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to chew that all. Yeah, you'll never speak again. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, I'm going to kick the mic back to you for a story that you called cocaine cremains. I called it that. Yikes. I did. And, and here's what I discovered. Multiple stories, because I read one and went, how the hell is this real life? And so I discovered that this is not the first time or the last time this has happened. So I'm going to give you a few quick examples, but. The main story is some teenagers. This happened in 2011. They broke into a woman's home and stole a bunch of things. And they took electronic equipment, jewelry, uh, various things that uh, they thought they were 
you know, making it off with. Now, these are teenagers, so they're dumb as hell and apparently don't understand what an urn is. But <laughs> no. <laughs> they stole two urns and thought that it was cocaine. Had convinced themselves that what was in like these... people have giant urns of cocaine. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my so God. these idiots actually snorted it. <laughs> they snorted this because they're stupid <laughs> as hell. And it was they not means that it like had no effect on them. Like, well, one of them finally tasted it. And realized this was oh, not cocaine. <laughs> As it turned out, it was the cremains of this woman's husband and her two Great Danes. <laughs> oh, no. So these fucking fools snorted <laughs> cremains up their noses into their bodies. Well... That's what you call the consequences of your actions. <laughs> so, then they actually did have a conversation about maybe we should return these. Well, you think so? They're a bit irreplaceable. But instead uh, yeah. of doing that, because they're dumb as hell, they threw them into the lake. Because they didn't <laughs> want to get caught. Because they knew that their fingerprints were going to be all over the urns. Right. The urns, you stupids. <laughs> What do you think an urn is? <laughs> so I read this story and I'm like, oh, surely this is a one-off, right? No, it isn't. It is not. Other people? Have... Oh, my God. Another man. This happened in 2022. Uh, stole the cremains of his ex-girlfriend's mother. And told her he was doing that in order to purchase heroin. And she wasn't sure if he was trying to sell them as a drug. Or right? who was going to buy cremains so that he could buy more heroin. What? She wasn't really sure. But he did indeed kick in her door and steal a portion of her mother's cremains in order to acquire drugs. The police were super confused about how that was going to go down. But then so again, bag it up and pretend it was cocaine or something. Oh, my God. That's kind of the thought. But nobody was super sure. And then we have this other genius. His name is uh, William Cantrell. William also broke into a neighbor's home and stole a full box of human ashes that uh, he believed were cocaine. What is it with this? That is a giant amount of cocaine. Like I don't understand that is a it lot. because have you seen cremains? They're not white. They're not. They're ashy. Now, I will say I have never seen cocaine, so maybe I'm the one that doesn't know what I'm talking about, but I thought cocaine was a white powder. Cremains mm -hmm. are more of an ashy, like, gray powder typically, but so uh, why would you, but maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm they throw some powder sugar in there to kind of lighten it up. I don't know. Holy shit. Now, luckily on his part, he got caught before he was able to actually uh, open his. His grandmother told the news that she doesn't believe they were open. They still had the original seal on them. 
So uh, <laughs> hopefully that means he did not actually, you know, put any of those cremains up his nose like those idiot teenagers did. But what the hell is going on? <laughs> Cocaine isn't just any random powder you locate in a house. <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Also, people who use cocaine generally don't have large urns full of it unless they're trafficking it. On display in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. There's a reason we call this dumb criminals, isn't there? Oh, man. The the lack of thought power on this one is astonishing to me. (laughs) This is just terrifying. (laughs) This is this is we are living in a world with these people. Right, that's what's the worst. Mm. Well, and also cremains. I mean, that is such a sacred thing to people, and to steal right. those and mis misuse those, like those fools that threw those into the lake. Dear God, yes. that is. And so, a lot of them, they did get uh, charges for desecrating cremains. Sure, you know, it's beyond theft now. Now you're into that territory where the whole world thinks you're a monster for doing that to someone. And also, dumb as hell, obviously. Probably not that good for you to be, you know, sniffing <laughs> remains. Well, I mean, they were good. They thought it was cocaine, so I don't know. They don't really care about the. the yeah, I know, but <laughs> I wondered if the kids were would end up in the ER. We <laughs> <laughs> uh, did something really dumb, and we don't know if we're in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what can to you, do. Are we gonna die? <laughs> Morons. Well, with that, I'm going to turn it back over to you for the Twisted Tea Heist. You guys, what is with stupid people, okay? This just happened a couple months ago. This happened in Memphis. 32,000 cases of Twisted Tea have gone missing. So this was with a Memphis brewery. Uh, they supposedly had 32,000 cases of twisted tea delivered. Okay. Problem is, uh, they never actually got it. Oh. So. Wait, 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 wait. Is it in a warehouse with Kit Kats by any chance? I would, you know, I have the same question. Like, wait a minute. Y'all know what twisted tea is. It's not that good. Why would you want 80? Why would you want 32,000 cases of it? I have no idea. This is about $800,000 in product. Holy crap. This is 17 to 18 trailers worth of product. Okay. Came. (laughs) Yeah. So the trucks arrive with supposedly the twisted tea in them. Mm -hmm. The product is scanned and documented as though it has arrived at this destination. Okay. And then the company starts getting messages from the client saying, we never got these drinks. Like they never showed up, even though like all the documentation has been done Mm -hmm. correctly. The Twisted Tea no longer at the distribution center where it had been scanned. Mm -hmm. Here's where the real dumb criminal part of it comes in. This is not a place that is open to the public. It can only be accessed by employees. So... This is an inside job. Mm -hmm. It has yet to be solved, but the suspect list is rather small considering Mm -hmm. only employees could have gotten it. But 
what in the hell are you doing with that much twisted tea? I mean, just turn around and, and sell it somewhere else, I assume. And where is but it? But where is it? Because that's not 17 to 18 in your garage. trailers? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Anybody selling twisted tea on Marketplace? Craigslist? Yeah. Keep an eye out. <laughs> Check that. Check that uh, those, that refrigerated storage in California that's got the unclaimed Kit Kats. They might, it might be there. I don't know. But I just, I'm always amazed by like the magnitude of some of these stuff. Yeah. Because where do you put all of that as you're trying to sell it off to someone else? Or where does it go? Mm -hmm. Do you remember yeah. last year we covered the uh, maple syrup theft out yes. of Canada? <laughs> We learned there was a black market for maple syrup. And it was an enormous amount of maple syrup that had been stolen and stored in yes. the U.S. And, and sold in the U.S. It's wild. Where are there underground bunkers just full of all of this shit somewhere? <laughs> Slowly being sold off on the twisted tea and ramen noodle black market? <laughs> well, actually, they've know. got a pretty good deal going right now is what I heard. If you buy twisted tea... Mm -hmm. They throw in <laughs> a few tons of ramen noodles. Ramen noodles. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the challenge is buy you, one get twenty seven free. I think it's yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, and you can't say no. You actually have to take both. So yeah, you're you not know, allowed you want to turn tea, down the ramen noodles. <laughs> you get the twist. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Maybe you know. Maybe, maybe you're helping out some dumb criminals right now who probably could not have thought up that deal. <laughs> Probably. I so. just don't know. You and also have that, to exchange them for a thousand dollars worth of uh, dimes for. Yes, all change given back in dimes. <laughs> <laughs> People come out with these giant bags of dimes. <laughs> wow. And there's, a, and there's a free Kit Kat with every purchase, obviously. <laughs> you know, worry, melon flavored rare. or. Yeah. Or mochi or matcha or, you know, one of the Japanese Kit Kat flavors because there's a whole bunch of them since somewhere. Cucumber flavored eat. or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm sure they've all, this is what they need to do. They need to connect up. Mm -hmm. They could make this work. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. And with that, I'm going to kick it back to you for some <laughs> Snapchat stupidity. <laughs> yeah, you, you sure are. <laughs> The internet is a glorious thing. Uh, Isn't it, it though? I mean, it can be a, a lot of bullshit as well, as we all know. But in this case, it's just too much. So let's see. I'm going to show you. <sighs> this genius right here. Oh, boy. Yeah. So this guy, his name is Christopher Wallace. And Christopher Wallace uh, had robbed, this was back in 2015, he had robbed a campground and stolen uh, some items there. And the police had been looking for him for a few weeks. And they'd even put out a press release that they were watching for him. This guy lives in uh, Somerset. And so the police are looking for him and kind of, you know, let people know uh, they're in, uh, well, it, it was Somerset County Sheriff's Office in Fairfield, Maine. So they'd let them, you know, the public know there'd been a burglary in January. We're looking for Christopher if you see him. Well, Christopher was 
kind of on the lam for about 10 weeks. And then when he got home, he Snapchatted it. That he was finally home. And Christopher, <laughs> the problem you have is that you have people on your Snapchat that think you're a dumbass. And so <laughs> they called the police and said, hey, this fool just said on Snapchat, he's home. So the police were like, cool, thanks, Christopher. That it makes our lives easier. So they went to Christopher's house. Well, a girl answered the door. Her name was Erica Hall. Erica answered the door and she said, oh, Christopher, no. Christopher, who dat? I don't know him. New phone. I have no idea. Christopher, I've never even heard that name before. How unique. You know, she had no idea. So the police are like, now, wait a minute. Christopher's not here? I don't know. I haven't seen Christopher in months. I have no idea where he is. No, I know nothing of, of this. They're like, now, Erica, you wouldn't be lying to us, right? And she's like, I would never do such a thing. Mm -mm. I don't associate with criminals and I don't lie to cops. I would never do that. <laughs> so they're like, well, oh, hey, Erica. do you mind if we uh, come in and take a look around? And she's like, I don't mind at all because Christopher, whoever that guy is, he's not here. So, <laughs> so they're looking around. So Christopher is hiding in the house. Of course. And he gets on Snapchat. <laughs> and snaps a picture of himself uh, in a cupboard uh, saying that uh, the cops are here looking for me but they won't find me because I'm hiding in a cupboard <laughs> oh my god what an idiot <laughs> so, again Christopher people don't like you and mm -hmm. you snapped that out and they went okay bitch you're all done so they <laughs> called the police so while the police are searching the house they get a, a call from dispatch saying, hey, uh, we just got this phone call. It's apparently <laughs> in a kitchen cupboard. <laughs> so they whip open the doors to the kitchen cupboards and they see, you know, food and things sticking out of the cupboard and also a pair of feet, you know, <laughs> that are attached to Christopher who was hiding in there. And we're able to take his dumbass into custody. So uh, Christopher, no. To all of that. First of all, just don't steal and you wouldn't be in this position in the first place. Erica right. also got arrested because, you know, she was aiding and abetting and lying to the police. <laughs> so, Erica, no, Christopher is dumb as hell. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> and there you have it. So the police just, uh, you know, they got everything they wanted and all thanks to Christopher. He did all of the hard work for them. Christopher, can I recommend that you pare down your friends list on Snapchat because some of those people, yeah, they don't like you. <laughs> Christopher, I'm going to say that I don't think you are smart enough to be on the internet. I think you should. Yeah, I think you are correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he pinpoints his location for them in the house. Oh, my God. Exactly. That right. is fantastic. I It cracks me up. Who, who <laughs> are the people who were seeing this going, ah! oh, well, I'm calling the cops then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> They're sitting at home laughing their heads off, <laughs> driving over there and sitting across the street watching. Watch this, watch this. <laughs> watching Christopher get hauled out in handcuffs. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I'm guessing Chris is the kind of guy who screws over his friends and family just as willingly as he does strangers. Yes. So he had probably wronged plenty of them that are like, 
you should be behind bars. I'm going to make sure yeah. that happens. You've had enough of your bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so great. So with that, I am very anxious to hear more about the Swedish Yule Goat. Oh, aren't you though? All right. So I'm going to add, this is the Swedish Yule Goat live stream. Okay. This comes from a little town in Sweden. I'm not going to try to say any of the names because I will definitely get them wrong. But this little town started so this putting is real up. Time. This what is real time. Okay. I, I'm showing this to you because for now, the Yule Goat is still in existence. So this town started putting up the Yule Goat in 1966 to celebrate the holidays. Mm-hmm. Apparently in their like Father Christmas lore, Santa would ride up to people's houses on a goat, you know, kind oh. of a reindeer sort of story. So they sure. start building this Yule Goat out of, of all things, straw. Well, you can imagine what oh. starts happening to the Yule Goat. And that is that people keep burning it to the ground. This is like Since burning 19... man for goats. Yes. And it has become like a challenge to uh, for the city to try to keep the goat alive and for other people to try to burn it to the ground. <laughs> they, however, have never changed the structure of the goat from straw, which I think might be a clue to helping with this. But it has armed guards and lights and security cameras and obviously now its own live feed to try to protect it. Since they started putting it up in 60 in 1966, it has been destroyed 35 times. <laughs> so let me tell you a few of the ways that that has come about. Because this kills me. I think they must kind of like it, like it must be kind of a funny thing now because why would you keep putting it up? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> they've tried uh, wetting it down, keeping it wet so that it can't burn. They've tried spraying it with um, like chemical fire retardant. Yeah. None of that uh, stuff happens at all mm-hmm. uh, or helps at all. Um, in 2005, some people dressed as Santa and gingerbread men fired flaming arrows into it, you know, like Viking funeral style and burned it to the ground. Oh, I would like uh, to see that. Right. Okay. In 2009, some hackers disabled the security cameras so they could get in and set the goat on fire. <laughs> uh, in 2001, an American tourist actually got tricked into burning the goat to the ground. He was told oh, no. by his Swedish friends that that was okay, that they expect that to happen. He spent two weeks in jail for burning the goat to the ground. <laughs> The 50th anniversary of the first Yule Goat statue was in 2016, and it was unveiled on November 27th, and it burned to the ground that same night. (laughs) One time, somebody drove a car into the goat and knocked it over. Another time, a security guard was offered a bribe because there were two men who were planning to use a helicopter to just hook onto it and fly away with it. He didn't take the uh, bribe that time, however. Uh, so the Yule Goat doesn't go down in flames every year, but more often than not, it does. So oh, this is okay. the, uh, yes. But I have a question. Yeah. What happens to it if it, if no one burns it down? Uh, they take it down on, on New Year's Day. Oh. So they're just trying to get to New Year's Day. 
with the goat intact. And here we are. This is December 20th of 2023. We're watching the live stream right now. The Yule goat still intact. Apparently, there's been a new threat to the Yule goat this year, however. And that is, it was an unseasonably wet year. And so the straw has extra seeds in it. And oh. so the birds have been attacking the shit out of it. But they haven't protected it from the birds because that's a naturally occurring hazard. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hilarious. And it really, I think, has just kind of become like a thing that makes this town have some notoriety at Christmas sure. time. But yeah, there's I, I would give anything to see that go up in flames right this very second. I know. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, would it be hilarious if it burns while we're on? with it uh but yeah so so far it's you know it's got another couple weeks to make it a little less than um we'll Can you see imagine the city workers that are building this goat every year right they're just gonna burn it up anyway last year i worked this hard and, you know i can only <laughs> <Right>. imagine <laughs> Right. And then the cleanup after it burns down because it's mm -hmm. really big. Like it's 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 a big uh statue. So anyway, I thought it was hilarious. Obviously, there have been a I lot of a rumors that it is mm. stuffed full of ramen noodles. I heard that too. I think that mm -hmm. might be the structure on the inside mm -hmm. is the ramen noodles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And maybe that'll maybe that'll protect it this year because I don't know if ramen noodles are actually food. Maybe they don't break down when you burn them. It's hard to say. Maybe that's why the birds are all over it. I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a big pinata. And when you open it at the bottom, all the twisted tea falls out. <laughs> we could get this I all bet. going. It would be great. I'll bet that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> I so heard anyway. the one that burns down, they have a real mm. problem with teenagers coming over there and trying to sniff the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that too. Kids <laughs> do not understand that this is not a cocaine yule goat. <laughs> but what if it was a weed yule goat? I mean, that would, I mean, the, the whole town would be so happy and so hungry. Right? Yeah. Everyone would be thrilled for Christmas. It would be great. Yeah. So, so far, no dumb criminals have attacked the yule goat yet this year, but it's still got 12 days to go. We'll, keep we'll an let eye you out. know if it survives, but. It's now, I think, really just a challenge for somebody to find a way to get in there. Mm -hmm. I think the helicopter thing would be hilarious if one day that thing just lifted off and disappeared into the sunset. <laughs> I'll bet it's not that put together, you know? It, there is a structure on the inside of it that is, is metal, there? and then they build the, and then straw, they build around the straw around it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Well. Yeah. I don't know. They've tried to, you know, protect it over the years, but not very successfully. <laughs> kind of like the idea of giving it a whack and having all this uh, twisted tea fall out of the belly. It <laughs> <laughs> might be the most useful way to use that much <laughs> twisted tea. My God. Well, this is really our last uh, regular episode of the year. Mm -hmm. We will be back with case updates tonight uh, for a live stream. And we're going to do case updates next week between Christmas and New Year's as well. But mm -hmm. we're not going to do any other um, recorded episodes. We're going to take well, our own little vacay. I think we will live stream Chad Daybell's trip to court. Oh, yes, we will. 28th. That is true. So we will have we will have live streams, but we won't have any other recorded episodes. 
Yeah. Uh, we also, um, if you are listening today on December 20th, tonight is the watch party after case updates. And so that is our um, our monthly uh, bonus that you get if you join our membership on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And with that, we will be watching. Uh, where did I send that to you? Hang on. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I I picked it. I should know. I was good. Oh, say. yes. It is on YouTube. It is Unsolved Mysteries, Volume 2, Episode 3. It's called Death Row Fugitive. And it actually has a Christmas component. So right after live, our live stream tonight, which is at 7 p.m. Mountain. So it'll be scheduled at 8.15 p.m. Mountain. Uh, you can join. You have to watch the show on your own Netflix. And uh, you can live chat with us during the episode. And it's a pretty interesting one. And we'll we'll be putting up a, a, um, a an event for it. So you don't have to remember what the episode is or anything. But that will be also tonight. So we have a okay. lot more coming even just today. Very good. Uh, we just want to say... Thanks for making uh, 2023 the most successful year of this podcast. Yes. We have put out more content, had more watchers, more followers, more comments and likes and all that stuff this year than any year leading up to. And for that, we appreciate you all very much. Thanks to you guys. Thank you, Lori Vallow. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah. (laughs) But don't worry, because there's a lot coming in 2024, and we're going to be there for all of it. You bet we will. So you be there with us. And you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care.